Welcome to Compassionately You. Here, we host conversations in vulnerability and hopes to help and motivate others. My name is Brie Luganville and I am your host. I love to have different guests on to talk about a personal journey that they went through. Sometimes it focuses on internal growth. Sometimes it does focus on body image as well and how that affects our overall being as a person. Thank you so much for being here today. Happy Monday, everyone. I am Bree, and I'm your host today, and I actually do not have a guest on today. Um, It is just myself, and I wanted to talk a little bit about why in August of 2018, I started by featuring other people instead of just coming here as me. So one, I think we all thrive in community, and we like to have that conversational piece. So that is why I had people on. I think there's a certain dynamic that happens and a certain connection and more can be added to the conversation and more can be um, learned when you do have a guest and you talk about their experiences and what they've gone through and their expertise. Um, I think there's always that learning aspect to it that we enjoy as humans, but there's also that connection. And so that's why I started with having guests on. Um, I also really just wanted to give voice to anyone who wanted to share their personal journey that didn't have a space to share it and be able to get that out there and be able to connect with the audience or anyone that was listening to say, hey, this person has gone through this and um, you might have gone through it too. And so it's good to do that. So that's why I started with having guests on. Um, I also started with having guests on because I think I was a little um, afraid to just put my own self out there. I wanted that company. I wanted that camaraderie. I wanted that support to be like, okay, you're sharing your journey. I will relate with you and share as my journey might have paralleled with yours. And we're in this together. It's just that, you know, that community. You feel supported. You feel safe and a little bit less vulnerable when you're there together. Um, so today it's my first time recording myself only, and I wanted to do that because I do think there is a benefit to pushing ourselves when we might feel a little uncomfortable because on the cusp of being uncomfortable is the cusp of growing into an even more, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, see, this is so candid, but, um, I would say when you push yourself in the uncomfortable and the unknown, you can kind of see the beauty of what might happen and you see that growth. You're kind of like forced to go through it and grow in a way that you might have not if you hadn't have tried something new. Um, As new as when we're young and we try a new ice cream flavor. I was a vanilla and a chocolate girl. I knew what I liked. And I remember my friends loved Superman, and so I tried it, 
you know what? It wasn't for me, but I at least tried it, but it probably took me a couple years to do that. <laughs> and so I also think sometimes when we are faced with uncomfortable situations, we're so worried about failure or we're so worried about those negative feelings that could happen that it causes us not to push ourselves. And so instead we kind of remain in this safe area. Um, and being safe isn't a bad thing. Um, that's kind of survival and basic needs. We are ingrained in making sure to protect ourselves in every situation. So it's a natural type of thing, um, to feel and to do, but it's also fun to see what happens when you experience new things and push yourself in those different situations. Um, so I'll talk a little bit about um, compassion. So why I came into the realm of this. I think I've explained it a little bit here before, at least on this live. I'm also recording myself behind the scenes on my Facebook page right now, just so people can see more um, authentic version of me. But... Um, Okay, back to the point, Brie. Um, <laughs> yeah, and as you can see, this is what happens when I'm left to my own means. Okay, but I, um, whoopsie, and I uh, did not forget to turn off my notifications, so that's what happens. Um, I am trying to figure out where I'm at now. Okay, so... Basically, why I started self-compassion. Um, I have a history in my family, and I have it as well, of anxiety and depression. And I tried a lot of different things, um, and they would usually work for maybe a little bit. But I couldn't find that good coping mechanism that actually stuck and really pushed me forward. Um, I would find things, and then I would kind of just revert back into the behaviors or the mindset of that anxiety and depression. And so I'm like, man, I got to find something that's like consistent, something that will really be something that's a routine because I need to do something that's going to almost challenge me to rewire um, all these different ways my brain has learned how to cope through having those um, anxiety and depression. And so I started researching self-compassion. And um, at first I'm like, being kind to myself, I am kind to myself. Or being kind to myself like a friend, okay, that's a little, like, elementary, you know. Always criticizing things that might be able to help us. And then I actually tried to start doing that. So I was very good about trying to love other people, but I was really bad at loving myself. And I was also really bad at receiving love from other people. It's like I just had this wall up. And um, I had this one statement in my mind that just kept being the statement that defined me, which was I was not worthy of love, um, which then would go into I'm a terrible person, I'm a bad person, all this stuff. And that's not true. <laughs> um, that wasn't a true statement. And so I started to do these self-compassion exercises. Mine were a lot of the visualization exercises that would be in my own mind. I would try to stop those thoughts. Like anxiety makes your thoughts race. 
depression makes you go, why are my thoughts racing? And then you beat yourself up. So having the two of those is just a bad, not fun cycle. And so I feel for everyone that has those combination because it's not, it's so hard. It's so hard to get on top of it. Um, and it just is like two forces against you. And so, um, I started to have those visualization exercises where my mind would start to go and race and I would centralize on the one thought that it kept, like it started from, which usually it always started from like, um, this person's upset with me. But what that really was, was that it wasn't about that person being upset with me. It was, I was upset with myself. I was projecting it onto whoever it might've been and almost like mirroring, having, having it mirror what I actually felt. And then that's kind of the cycle. And I still do it today. Like I, but I recognize it before it happens sometimes or it's happening. And then I go, oops, you aren't saying that I'm this way at all. I'm putting that on you because I am wanting myself to say that to myself. And that's not fair to you. That's also not fair to me. So let's start over with our, <laughs> with our thing. Um, so that is kind of my, my whole way and the way that I've been in processing. And so usually if I am like, oh, this person might be mad or upset, it's usually, no, Brie, you're mad and upset at yourself. So why are you mad and upset at yourself? And let's kind of analyze that. And then should you be mad or upset at yourself? 90% of the time I shouldn't be. I'm just being way too hard on myself and I'm not giving myself that compassion and I'm not giving myself the space to suffer and feel upset and it's okay to. And so that's usually what happens. So I know I'm being like super honest and open about my own mind and everything that goes on there, but I hope that in doing that, if other people experience that kind of same thing, you know that you're not alone and that there is a way to um, recognize it and there's not a way to fix. I don't think there is a way that we can like just, okay, do X, Y, and Z and now I'm never going to have that thought process again. I think it's more of I recognize that those are my patterns and that my brain works in this way and how can I have the pattern lead to peace and kindness instead of leading to hurt and um, meanness. So that's kind of where it is from there. Um, And so some days are better than others. Some days my visualization exercises do prevent it from leaving my mind and affecting me um, or affecting a situation or people around me. Other times, like actually I think it was today, I did affect myself and then um, another person and then it was like, oh, that person is saying, no, I hear you, Brie. I'm not saying that you're, um, you should feel bad. And I'm like, but you are. And it's like, no, I am literally telling you, Brie, I'm not saying that. So what else is going on? And it's like, oh, I'm feeling this because I feel this. But it's easy 
I think sometimes to have it be like, it's something external, it's this person, or it's this situation, or this thing that happened that's making me upset, instead of, oh, it's actually myself that's making me upset. Um, Because when it's ourselves, then we have to figure out how to deal with it, because it's us, versus if it's an external thing, okay, well, it's, it's that 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 issue over there and so it's an external thing I can't fix that versus okay I said the wrong word not fix I can't do anything about it I can't um I can't figure it out or I can't apply kindness in that way whereas when it's ourselves okay it's me so what can I do how can I change the way I treat myself how can I change the way I think okay, maybe I did make a mistake in this situation, so let's learn from it instead of beating myself up and hiding the mistake and then making it again and again. Um, So (laughs) I hope this is really reaching people out there and that it's making sense. I know it's kind of all over the place because that's what thought processes are like. But um, I share this in vulnerability and just all humility because... This has, is, has been my mind. This is the mind that I was given. This is the um, type of brain that I was given with that kind of, you know, anxiety and depression. And I really want to live a good life. I want to enjoy life. I want to be able to feel all the emotions and experience everything that life has to offer. Um... And I want to do it in a way that is going to be probably the best way that I can live. And so how can I do that? It's learning more about myself and it's saying this is who I am and this is what I was given um, as my mind. And now let's do this. (laughs) And so... um, I hope that this helps other people out there, but self-compassion has really changed my whole life. I give myself a lot more kindness and a lot more grace, and I give everyone around me that same expectation of more kindness and more grace. I also don't hold myself to unrealistic expectations anymore, and I don't hold others to unrealistic expectations anymore. Um... And it's been very freeing and just, it's almost like this little relief. Like, I just feel like things are a little bit more joyful. And life is full of so much. Life is full of a lot of ups and downs and we only have this one life to live. And so why have, why live a life where you're constantly beating yourself up or constantly, um, just finding only the negatives because we deserve joy. Like when we deserve to have that connection and community with people, we're social beings um, and we're caring. And so I just want everyone to see what self-compassion can do and why it's really important, I think, to living a more joyful life, um, living a more content life. And when things do happen that are out of our control, like medical things, as you guys have seen um, with me, it's not as scary. I mean, it's still really scary, don't get me wrong, but it's not as I get much of like crisis mode um, as I used to go into, like 
anytime I would get sick or any time anything would happen, it'd be zero to 60 of crisis mode. And now sometimes it still does that, (laughs) but depending on the craziness, but now I can rejoice in the past couple of days I had minimal pain and that was great. I took advantage of it. I got out, I saw people, I experienced life. And then yesterday I had a really bad bout of pain and that was hard, but I also didn't over push myself like I would used to. I let myself be in the body I was in, functioning at the way it was and just knowing that's just what it is today. And it was okay to be upset about it. I was definitely upset, but I didn't let it overwhelm me to the point where it used to. Um, So self-compassion has, again, it's really freed uh, me in so many ways. Um, I I don't put as many unrealistic expectations on myself. It still pushes me to be a good version of myself, like trying to be caring and kind to myself, but also even more caring and kind to everyone else. It pushes me to actually listen more. (laughs) Um, So sometimes when I want to jump into a conversation and relate with someone based on things that they're sharing with me, it pushes me to actually stop and just let them have that space for them because they've let me have my space. Um, Sometimes I don't always do that again. Sometimes I go into that just wanting to share as well. But it definitely has made me be more intuitive in my thinking in the way that I process things. Um, And the three aspects of it are self-kindness, common humanity, and mindfulness. And so I feel like with all those three components, it's just a great strategy and thing to apply um, to your life. Okay, I think I'm done. (laughs) Um... If you have any questions about self-compassion, feel free to reach out to me. If you want to relate with what you're going through, um, feel free to. I would love to hear it. I would love to listen and not relate (laughs) because I've already related here. But I would love to listen and give you your space to be heard um, because we all deserve that. So thank you, everyone. And this has been Compassionately You. If you'd like to learn more about today's episode, you can go to brieluganville.com slash podcast. If you'd like to join our private support group, you can find us on Facebook and search for the private group Compassionately You. If you would like to be a guest, you can email Brie at brieluganville at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a great start to your week.